Hi guys! Welcome to Advice You Didn't Ask For with Rebecca Schneider. I am she. She is me. And we've come to the conclusion that I am not the modern time Dr. Seuss because I don't want controversy. So I am a rapper. Tee <laughs> Welcome if you're new here and welcome and thank you for returning. If not, don't forget to rate and review my podcast and drop a follow if you enjoy your stay here. If you don't enjoy your stay here, my name is Mackenzie Michelle and this podcast is We Don't Sugarcoat. That honestly is kind of a good name. Um, let me know if I should switch my podcast name to that. We Don't Sugarcoat actually kind of is a cool name. If you would like to support me in my podcast, you can download one of the value for value supporting apps. V4V allows you guys to support me by sending real-time Bitcoin payments through one of the supporting apps. Those apps include Podfan, Podcast Guru, Podverse, Fountain, and so many more. I'll leave a link in the bio. So today's topic, what are we here to talk about? Well, we are here to talk about eight tips or steps, whatever you want to call it, to making anywhere feel like home. I do want to preface this by saying whether this is going abroad, moving for work, whatever, this is meant for everywhere. In high school, I lived in a small town in North Jersey where I basically lived my whole life, minus college years. In high school, I could have never imagined going away for let alone college, but to Barcelona for a semester? Girl, uh-uh, that was just not up in my high school head. I could have never imagined that. I would go everywhere with my best friends. I would go everywhere with my family. I would never do anything alone. I, I wouldn't do anything alone. I would go to the grocery store with my friends. I would go to doctor's appointments with somebody. I just wouldn't do anything alone. Going to college was such a daunting task for me because I am such a homebody and I'm just generally a very anxious person. So just moving even two hours away from home was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was petrified. I was scared. What I learned through my time of studying abroad and even just going to Rowan for college is how valuable travel and meeting new people is to discovering who you are as a person and discovering the world around you. These experiences are really what helped me start the journey and I'm nowhere near finished but start the journey on figuring out who the heck am I and what is going on in this crazy world around us. All right so let's jump into it. The first thing and I think one of the most important things is to do research and prepare yourself before you move. Before you move, it is so important to do research. Whether you're moving two hours away from home for college or you're moving to a different country for work, be curious. Take the time to learn about the new environment that is going to surround you. Where are all the local coffee shops that you can go to to do your homework? Where's the public transportation? How much does it cost? Where does it take you and where does it not take you? What are the local laws? What is considered proper public etiquette? Which is something a lot of people don't like think about. But like, it's important to research that thing because I've noticed such a difference on the proper etiquette of even just North and South Jersey. There's no other way to state it, but there's like different public etiquette 
from North Jersey to South Jersey. So imagine moving across the country to either another really far away state or out of the country. The more time that you sit down and take the time to learn about your new community will mean it's going to be way less intimidating when you move there and it'll be a lot easier to adjust. Of course you won't be able to learn everything you need to know about this place, especially like those cool, good hole-in-the-wall food places or whatever just by doing research. That's just the beauty of moving. Learning new things will help enrich your experience when you move. The second tip, and I definitely think the other very important one, learn how to make yourself feel safe. You won't feel at home unless you feel safe, okay? If you're constantly anxious or on edge about this new place that you're calling home, it's not gonna feel like home and it will not become home. Of course you won't be able to 100% feel safe everywhere you go, especially a new place, but doing things to ensure that you feel at least safer will make you feel more adjusted and comfortable. As a woman, it's just generally hard to feel safe wherever we go, whether it's our home or somewhere else. So I wanna give you a couple tips on what I do to try to make myself feel safe. I always have pepper spray, a knife, or taser with me. That's whether it's in my car, my bag, my back pocket, a backpack. I just always have something on me. Someone always, always has my location. A couple of my friends and my family always have my location and they don't use it unless absolutely necessary. I mean, at least that's what they tell me. Good, my friends are stalking me. You know what, it's fine. I don't give a shit. Um, but yeah, someone always has my location. Like even if you're in a place where you don't have anyone's number and everyone's back home or like whatever it is, it's still really important to be like, hey, I'm going here with this person. Like just in case. At least someone then has your location and you know, maybe if they don't hear back from you, they know to get the right type of authority out there to make sure you're okay. I always really like to do research on the area that I'm in and this really fits into the first tip. You could do research on things like where's the nearest police station? Where's the nearest friend's house? Where's the nearest safe place I can go to? Where can I get help and from who can I get help that's safe if I need to? What area is considered safe and what area is not considered safe? Like there's so many things that you can do like a little bit of research just so you can feel that smidge bit safer. Get to know your neighbors. Simple as that. Just make sure you know your neighbors. I mean, you never really know everybody, but like get to know your neighbors because whether it's making sure they're not psychos or making sure that like if they hear commotion going on in your room, help, get to know your neighbors. Use some form of a security system. I know not every place has an alarm system and not every place has like a guard at the door or it doesn't have a key card to get into the building. Like whatever it is, use some form of a security system. When I was in Barcelona, I would put a cup on the door like a glass cup, so if it fell, that shit would wake me the fuck up. Lastly, download an app that can help you feel safer. I use Noonlight and I love her, not Sponsed. Hi, Noonlight, if you wanna sponsor me, I love you. I would recommend Noonlight to all of my followers, all 101 of them, but download some sort of app that can help to make you feel safe. The third tip or step that I wanna talk about is you should use the first few days and if you have longer month to explore. I've talked about this I'm pretty sure in all of my study abroad videos but 
Don't stay in your room. Don't stay in your apartment. Go out, explore, do some things. Take yourself out of your comfort zone and just get to know and fully immerse yourself in the community that now surrounds you. If you're going away to college and leaving behind friends and family and you're worried, just when you get there, go to all the events. Make sure you get to all of the new student events or sign yourself up for a club so that you can meet people that way. Explore the shopping plazas, find places to eat, meet some locals, make some friends. If you're going abroad for school or work, go to all the events that either your program or your company is hosting. Like really get to know everybody at this new school and new workplace. Of course, you don't have to get to know everybody but like get to know people in your classes or people that work next to you go visit all of the touristy spots and go to all the big attractions and then buckle down and get ready to visit every nook and cranny of the city that you're in and the cities surrounding it i'd recommend if possible walking or biking everywhere and if you can't do that take the bus so that you can see the world around you like change up your walking or biking route every so often so you can see more of the city that's what i did in barcelona i found multiple different ways to get to the school and i would change it up every so often so that i could explore more of the city in barcelona i took so much of my free time to just explore i would go check out the parks i would go to the shopping plazas i'd go to the cafes i'd go to the pastry shops i'd go to new restaurants i would just go and find something new to go see it really helped give me a sense of like what each area of the city was like really taking the time to just get to know your city can just drastically make it feel more like home because now you know all the little hole-in-the-wall restaurants or coffee shops and you know all the cute little places to go so you're just gonna feel more at home and more comfortable and more confident the fourth tip and i don't know if people are gonna like this one but home is where you make it home is where you have a community and you have friends and you just feel alive i learned the hard way that it can be so isolating when you don't have a community and friends or family to fully immerse yourself into when someone asks me what is home what do you consider home i don't think of this cute little house that i have lived in for basically my whole life i think of it as where i feel the most happy I feel like home is not a place and it's honestly not even a mindset. It's the people you surround yourself with. I can attest to the horrible loneliness that you can feel when you're moving away, especially if it's abroad. I talked more in depth about this in my what they don't tell you about studying abroad video. So if you want to hear more of that, I'll link it up there and I'll also link it in the bio. It's really important that you take these first few weeks to put yourself out there. Join a club join a sport, get a job, volunteer, go to all the programs and events that your program, school, or work holds. Just find ways to make new friends and community and be really intentional with the people that you go and hang out with and meet up with. My fifth tip or step or whatever you want to call it is to fill your new home with memories from your old one. This one is just kind of straightforward. Take memorabilia, plants, photos, books, anything that you had in your old place that you would call home to this new place this will help keep you on your feet and keep you grounded because it will remind you of your roots and where you came from you can even buy like candles throw pillows blankets, furniture, something that just reminds you of home. 
You can even rearrange the furniture if allowed. Don't be rearranging furniture if that's not allowed. Rearrange it to what feels just right to you or maybe how you had it in your old house if possible. The world is honestly your oyster in making this new home feel like your old home. The sixth tip is to create a routine. I always find it so helpful to create a routine. Even if I'm going to like a friend's house in Arizona for like less than a week, I always create a new routine. Of course, I would have the routine of how I would normally live at what I used to call home. And now I have a new schedule and a new place and a new access to whatever I have. So I would take my old schedule and I would try to rework that around everything that's new that I need to work into my schedule. I would honestly take some time, like sit down, nice calming place, nice calming music and rework this routine so that you're not going into this new home or place or wherever and throwing yourself into the fire with no way of helping yourself. Routines to humans is so important because it keeps you in line with a good structure which is really good for your mental health because it reduces stress and anxiety which promotes mental, physical, and emotional health. Getting and sticking with a good routine that feels right can really help you to feel better in this new life as you get accustomed to your new living situation and just environment. Stability is always good. My second to last tip, call friends and family often. I again talked about this tip in my what they don't tell you about studying abroad video. So again, I'll link it up here and the link's also in the bio. It's so important to keep in touch with friends and family when moving or going abroad. While creating new bonds with the people and environment that you're now currently in, it's still really important to keep and maintain those bonds with those people from back at home. You worked so hard to build those connections with those people from your old home. So make them a part of this new experience. Keep them up to date, keep them posted, keep them in on whatever's going on in your new life. It is important to note, however, that you don't want to be living in these calls with friends and family. You want to be present and you really want to be in this experience that you are currently in. Don't be constantly on the phone, maybe an hour or two call a couple times a week. Don't be living on that phone just so you can feel more comfortable because then you're going to rely on that. And after a while, people are not going to be able to keep up with that. So keep in touch with people and keep them up to date on what your life is like now, but don't live on these calls. My last tip is to learn the local language. Of course, if there's a difference. If you're moving abroad or you're moving somewhere that has a different dialect than you, you should take some time to at least learn comic phrases, things that can help you get around and just learn what you can about this new local language. This might be kind of silly, but sometimes there's even different words for different things from different states in the States. Like I know people call soda pop and in like the UK, they call fries chips. So maybe there's not a whole new language that you gotta learn, but there's definitely slang and different terms that you could be learning, if that makes sense. Of course, you do not have to become fluent, but it's good and just really nice, I guess is the right word, to learn 
at least a little bit of the language. It'll be nice to be able to hold at least a small introductory conversation or be able to read a street sign and even just thank your waiter. So that's all for me today, okay? I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode and I hope to see you next week for a new upload. Don't forget to drop a follow and rate and review my podcast. It would mean a lot to me. If you want to support me and this podcast, click the link for the Value for Value website and support me with real lifetime Bitcoin payments. All right, so stay safe out there, guys. Okay, go drink some water. I would drink water, but I finished my water bottle. Um, so yeah, drink some water, go pet a dog, go throw some grass, go take a fucking bath. I hope you guys enjoyed and I'll see you next week. Maybe. Bye.